solid thoughts on the Washington Post magazine, won the National Magazine Award for the prison issue. But it's kind of conflicting, though, too, right? Because the name of the piece, so I, there was three features, three magazine features, one of which was mine in the piece, several great contributions from other incarcerated guys. But the piece that I wrote was the journey of writing an apology letter for the man that I killed. The apology letter was sent to a, what's called the Apology Letter Bank, and it stemmed from a documentary that was you know made. So the piece is pretty self-explanatory, but you know, sort of being proud of something like that is a complicated thing in itself. So they won a National Magazine Award, and it was a single-topic issue. So the whole issue won the, won the magazine. I, I thought it was only right, I suppose, to break down the issue on This is a Collect Call from Sing Sing. So about this time last year, the Post magazine editors were planning the issue, reaching out to Pen America and other prison writing programs. They wanted an issue like written, illustrated, and photographed by a currently and like formerly incarcerated Americans, they told me, and wanted me to contribute a feature. And I mean, at first, I guess I was a bit hesitant because I didn't know if I liked the idea of like grouping us all together. You know, it was like, uh, it struck me as kind of like gimmicky, like, here come the prisoners, you know, they can, they can write too. And that was probably more about my ego than anything else, admittedly. But it was the Washington Post, you know, so I was like, of course, and thank you for thinking of me. But there was, it was not just people in prisons, people that had something to do with the prison system, maybe gotten arrested when they were younger, had done juvenile time, so some pretty heavy hitters involved in the actual issue, like Piper Kerman and my colleague Carrie Blakinger, who's a staff writer at the Marshall Project. Mitchell Jackson was like a big deal writer. So they all contributed features. And you know, it turned out to be this really moving whole issue. And the shorter essays and art was also contributors from for first-time contributors from people who are incarcerated. And I know how it feels to be like living in a cell and to see your work in print for the first time. So I know that must have been exhilarating for those guys, especially seeing it in the Washington Post magazine. It's pretty surreal. So congrats to all the currently and formerly incarcerated contributors. And I should note that this award is a testament to the fact that we did contribute, or did compete, I should say, with the best writers whose work was in the other magazine issues that were nominated in this category. I should mention them. Bloomberg Business Week, MIT Review, the, uh, the National Geographic. They all had these like single-topic issues, and Popular Science was another uh, finalist. So congrats to all the finalists. But in the end, we did compete with others, and we won. So, how do you like that? And this is basically, uh, you know, the the editor. I don't know where they went this year. For many years, the National Magazine Awards was is hosted at the Plaza, but obviously they didn't go there this this year. I don't know where they went. But uh, the editor goes up there, and gets this elephant-looking award. It's called an Ellie. So, a bit about the piece that I wrote. Before you write a long magazine piece, you typically talk to your editor about the theme and the direction of the piece. And at the time, I had just been subject of like a true crime documentary, and I was nursing this huge resentment toward producers at HLN and CNN for lying to me about the name of this show that I was featured on. And so I wanted to take on the whole true crime genre. I was me against CNN and uh, Chris Cuomo and that's what I wanted to do. And somewhere in my venting, uh, Whitney Joyner, the editor that I work with at the Washington Post, latched on to me mentioning how the whole ordeal of me being in this documentary prompted me to 
respond with an apology letter. And, and we had our story. Uh, they're very smart, those editors. So I was very grateful for having Whitney by my side writing this piece. And some of the best editors I've worked with are, are women. They tend to uh, do a great job you know, pushing you and beating the ego out of the, uh, at least out of the pieces I write. And I don't think there's anything really more conflicting than, write, than trying to write well about the worst thing you've ever done. I hated writing this piece, actually. And to have some accolade attached to it, you know, probably complicates things a bit more. I never took the fee for it. A colleague has it, $7,000 sitting in an account. And we're trying to figure out the best way to approach the family. And all that's complicated. And there's nothing in here to sort of assist you with any of that. It's just retributive justice. There's no restorative justice. There's no, there's no nothing. That's what punishment in America and being a criminal is. It's just you go to prison and that's that. We're a pretty angry and unforgiving nation. And we love us some get back. And, I mean, we're having a moment right now. We probably all need to take a beat. Because once you cross that line, I will say, like, nobody cares about your regrets. I mean, I, I was listening to, like, the mayor today, like, parsing the people that are angry and being violent during these attacks. And it's, he's like, they're criminals. He's like, these are criminals, you know. And it's like, you know, one would think it's a little deeper than that, but, you know. It's this this feeling of like, you know, once you're a criminal, you have no more voice, you have no nothing. And once you step over that line, I'm seeing a lot of violence now, and even cops getting shot at and all types of, you know, horrible things are happening right now. I mean, once you cross that line, there's no more voice that you have. It's, it's a wrap. So I think everyone needs to take a beat. And nobody wants to hear, I'm sorry. They, they don't want to hear that. So I'll leave you with my last words in the apology letter. Writing this essay, ruminating about murder and remorse, being pushed and pulled, has been emotional, dangerous writing. But it is this writing, although it sometimes torments me and at other times prompts a bit of false pride and arrogance, that has helped me to better understand myself in a place where there are, frankly, few outlets that push us toward introspection. Am I the writer or the murderer? I've come to realize, regretfully, that I will always be both. All right, check me out on Twitter, John J. Lennon One. I'd like to hear what you think. 